0: Please listen carefully. Hello and welcome to Caveat Realtor with Virginia Realtors, where we discuss the real issues that realtors face. I'm Erin Barton. And I'm Kate Orslan. Remember, Caveat Realtor is meant to provide general legal information. Nothing we discuss should be considered as legal representation or legal
1: advice. Today, we're going to discuss the disbursement of escrow funds, which is part two of our escrow series. Last episode, we discussed the rules and regulations relating to depositing escrow funds and holding them. In part three, we're going to look to escrow funds on the property management side. We hope you'll join us, but for now, on to dispersing those funds.
0: So funds disbursement, best case scenario is that the contract goes to settlement and the escrow funds are released at that time. But obviously, that doesn't always happen. So what happens to the escrow funds when a contract falls through and doesn't close?
1: So there are two categories for release of escrow funds, which is going to be first one is consensual, meaning both parties mutually agree as to whom is to receive the escrow funds. And the other category is non-consensual, meaning the parties do not agree about how to uh, release those funds.
0: When a transaction is not consummated, it falls apart and doesn't close. Uh, The best outcome is that the parties agree in writing on how the escrow money should be dispersed, and they sign a release saying that. So the best outcome is that uh, parties agree in writing on how the escrow money should be dispersed and sign a release. Virginia Realtors has a release of contract of purchase. It's Form 600A that addresses escrow disposition. The board regulations provide that if the deal does not reach settlement and all principals to the transaction have agreed in writing as to the EMD disposition, the funds must be returned to the agreed upon principal within 20 days of the agreement.
1: So, another approach, if the principals have not yet provided you in writing with instructions on how to release the funds, is to use the 30 day letter. What is that? It's a provision of the board regulations that permits a licensee escrow agent who can. Pay the earnest money deposit in accordance with the clear and explicit terms of the contract to do so provided that he has notified the person not receiving the money in writing of his intent to give the deposit to the other party and does not receive any objection within 30 days after the notice. The letter has to be sent in a specific manner and process So you check the regulations, for that it's going to be 18VAC-135-20-180B for the specific process. The 30-day letter falls into this consensual disposition of escrow funds because when the party does not object to the disbursement, he or she is demonstrating essentially her agreement to however you've decided to disperse the funds.
0: In this method, the 30-day letter, we get a lot of questions about, but it is very risky. If a party has ever said no to releasing the funds to the other party a 30-day letter cannot be used so for example seller refuses to release the funds to the buyer weeks go by and the seller is not responding to repeated requests to release they won't answer phone calls or emails it is not appropriate in this case to send a 30-day letter because the seller's initial refusal to release would make the 30-day letter non-consensual Basically, if that seller or one party has ever objected to releasing the earnest money, the 30-day letter does not work.
1: It's definitely going to be a situation in which you'd want to seek legal counsel. You never want to be making legal determinations or providing clients with legal advice because that in itself is incredibly risky. So if you think that you want to use the 30-day letter, check with your counsel. Make sure that you're in the clear that it's not a situation in which one party may have non-consented to sending the funds out.
0: So the other category of disbursement is non-consensual. And the Real Estate Board regs state, upon non-consummation, the escrow agent must hold the escrow funds until a court of competent jurisdiction orders such disbursement of the funds or the funds are successfully interpleaded into a court of competent jurisdiction pursuant to this section. Basically, what that says is if the parties do not agree, It has to be done by a court order, whether they go to court and they sue each other and get a court order or the escrow agent says, I don't want to hold these funds anymore and interpleads it into the court and lets the court decide.
1: So let's talk more about interpleading because I know that's a very complicated and sometimes scary legal process that can be intimidating for individuals who aren't familiar with it. An interpleader is a civil process filed in general district court by a disinterested holder of an asset. So that could be a real estate broker or firm holding a contract deposit, and they file this motion so that the court can determine who should receive it. Many brokers or brokerage firms are in possession of contract deposits for transactions that were terminated many months or years ago, and by filing an interpleader, the broker or brokerage firm can clear out its escrow account of those
0: contract deposits and obviously your client may not be happy that you've removed the funds from your account it's always best to first try and obtain the release in writing between the parties but if nobody agrees you should explain to your client one that you are a fiduciary to the money in this situation not your client and you are simply cleaning out your escrow account by turning the funds over to the court they would still have to fight it out the same way to determine who is entitled to that money.
1: So you're never required to file an interpleader, and because it you know, is a legal process, you may want to invoke the assistance of an attorney if you're choosing that route. I would always recommend getting that legal advice when you're dealing with a legal action. You can also discuss the process with the general district court clerk staff before attempting to file. So make sure you know what you're doing if you choose to go down that route.
0: Another way of dispersing funds that we should probably talk about that's become more common in recent years has to do with foreclosure. The Virginia Realtors Residential Contract of Purchase explains it well. If you have a ratified contract and a foreclosure occurs before closing through no fault of the buyer, the escrow agent can, with this exception in the law, disperse the escrow funds back to the buyer without the seller's written permission or a court order. It's very limited to if there's a contract ratified and a foreclosure happens before settlement, you can unilaterally disperse without agreement or a court order
1: and so the the final way to remove unresolved escrow funds from your account after a long long period of time you can look to the virginia department of treasury unclaimed property division uh, they have a website http colon forward slash forward slash va money and that will be a process by which you can turn over the funds to this unclaimed property division but again speak to your attorney before using this method it can be complicated make sure you know what you're doing and that you are well within your right to be using that approach
0: all right so let's take it to the legal hotline all right and
1: my buyer sent notice of termination and release following a bad home inspection seller is refusing to sign the release and refusing to give back the earnest money deposit what can i do
0: First, I just want to point out that they did the absolutely the right thing in sending a termination and a release. Both of those should be sent together. The buyer has a termination right under the contract, under the specific situation for a bad home inspection, but a release is still needed because you need that agreement to disperse the earnest money. In this case, even though the buyer had a termination right, the seller's refusing to sign, it happens, and unfortunately, the escrow agent can't do anything. The seller can refuse to sign the release. They can refuse to release the earnest money and the escrow agent is bound by that. They need an agreement or a court order. So in this case, the buyer would have to sue for the funds. Our next question, Kate, is how long is a broker allowed to hold an earnest money deposit if neither party can come to an agreement about its disbursement?
1: There's really no time limit. You have to hold those funds until there's an agreement signed by both parties or a court order directing you to disperse the funds in a certain way. Or if many years have passed, you can remove the unresolved escrow funds from your account through that unclaimed property division that we mentioned earlier. You really should, again, speak to an attorney before using that method and don't just release the funds. If a broker sends a 30-day letter to all parties stating that he or she is sending the earnest money deposit to the buyer, does that cause action or is that, does that allow there to be liability for the broker if after 30 days and no, and no response, he or she sends back the earnest money deposit as expressed in the letter?
0: Well, we've already talked about how risky this process is. The seller, according to the regulation, has 30 days to object. And if they do not, you can send the earnest money deposit. However, there are attorneys who argue that refusing to sign the release is the same as objecting. And you also run into the issues, again, of making a legal determination based on the contract as to who's entitled to receive the money. It's a risky process. You definitely want to consult with counsel before going the direction of the 30-day letter. Okay, boyfriend and girlfriend write an offer together on a house, and the girlfriend submits the earnest money deposit. They break up and the deal falls through. Who do you release the earnest money to?
1: You really shouldn't make a determination on that. You should look to the contract. And mainly the release will indicate where the money goes. So it's not a decision you make, but one that should be clear from the documentation that's part of The contract cancellation.
0: So the signed agreement, the release form, is going to state exactly who gets what amount of money from the escrow funds.
1: And you should absolutely not be making that determination. So thank you for joining us. Caveat Realtor is a weekly podcast with episodes released every Tuesday. Our podcast is available for streaming through iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. Subscribe to our podcast to get automatic updates when we have new episodes and rate us. Remember, members of Virginia Realtors have access to our legal hotline where we can provide you with legal information. You can access the legal hotline on the Virginia Realtors website under the Legal tab on the For Members section. Make sure you are logged in to see this page. Thanks so much. Although the members of this podcast are attorneys, the legal information in this program is not a substitute for personalized legal advice from an attorney licensed to practice in your jurisdiction. The information provided by Virginia Realtors is general reference work as public service and does not constitute solicitation or provision of legal advice. We provide this general legal information on an as-is basis. We may note warranties and disclaim liability for damages resulting from its use. Legal advice must be tailored to the specific circumstances of each case, and laws are constantly changing. The information provided in this program should not be used as a substitute for the advice of competent counsel. This has been a production of Virginia Realtors, copyright 2017. This podcast features the song, Please Listen Carefully by Jazar, available under a Creative Commons attribution share-alike license.